0: Hello everyone, this is Deltrese Hart Anderson, keeping the IRS out of the pocketbooks, wallets, and bank accounts of taxpayers. Just want to start this episode off by saying, I pray that all is well with each and every one of you that are listening today, as well as all is well with your family and your friends, co-workers hell i hope all is well with with your enemies too this is a crazy time that we're going through and i just pray everyone's health and if you are not healthy at this time i pray that you get healthy soon so when i came to you guys last week I talked about the coronavirus tax relief program that the IRS started. And that program, that relief was to extend the time that taxpayers would have to pay their taxes. That would normally be due April 15th. You would now have the um, extended time, which which is July 15th of 2020. Well, the very next day, the IRS extended something else. So they provided more relief and uh, came back and said instead of having to file your taxes on April 15th, you would have an automatic extension of time to file your taxes. And that extension matched the extension to pay time, which is July 15th. So you can. File and pay your taxes by July 15th without an extension, okay, without any formal extension. Now, the IRS has expanded this tax relief even more. And that's what I want to talk about today. I want to talk about what this extra relief really is. want to talk about who it's good for. And, you know, with everything, there has to be a catch. So I also want to talk about the catch. So there's a very popular financial guru by the name of Susie Orman. Susie had a TV show a decade or so ago called the Susie Orman show. And at the end of each episode, Susie would say people first, then money then things. So why did I think of that just now? Well, this new coronavirus tax relief update that the IRS has put into play, they have named this update to the tax relief, the new people first initiative. So now the IRS is putting people first, then money, then things. What is this initiative supposed to do? This initiative is supposed to provide relief to taxpayers, anything from easing payment guidelines, postponing compliance actions, um, just anything to ease the financial burdens or additional financial burdens on people that are already experiencing hardships based on the coronavirus. And that could be illness, that could be job losses, job layoffs, um, just anything financial. Okay. So last week when I came to you, I said, hey, if you are in tax trouble, remember I said it here first, if you are in tax trouble, if you have back tax issues, Now is the best time to resolve those tax issues. Now I'm saying the same thing again. This is an even better time to resolve your tax issues with the IRS while all of these new initiatives are out. These initiatives are supposed to provide immediate relief for people facing uncertainty over taxes. So we'll talk about some key points of this People First initiative. Let's talk first about the installment agreement side of the People First initiative. If you are unable to fully pay a federal tax debt, you can enter into an installment agreement. So basically you can make monthly payments to the IRS based on your affordability to pay the IRS back the money. So you can make a payment arrangement, if you will. Now, for those that are already on payment arrangements with the IRS, so you have a current installment agreement between April 1st And July 15th of 2020, these payments are suspended. And what does that mean? That means that if you can make the payments, if you can continue to make your payments, make the payments. If you cannot make the payments, then don't make the payments. Okay? this will not default your agreement at all. Now, interest will still accrue, but you don't have to make a payment between April 1st and July 15th if you don't have the ability to do so and you won't be penalized. The IRS will not seek any aggressive collection actions against you if you do not pay your installment agreement between April 1st and July 15th. If you've already made application for an offer in compromise and the IRS has already notified you that they are in receipt of your application, but they have requested additional information to make a decision on your offer and they have given you a specific date for instance, uh, April 10th, okay? You now have until July 15th to provide them with the information that was requested. Now, the good thing about this is your situation could have changed since you made the initial offer. So this is a perfect time to get them the information that they've requested and say, Hey, IRS, I sent you X, Y, and Z. I sent you um, these expenses with this income, but now my income has drastically changed. And I don't know when my income will get better. And I have more expenses and I don't know when I will stop having these expenses. So I would like to update the offer. And here's the additional information that you requested. So with all pending offers in compromise, you will now have until July 15th to provide requested additional information as well as send in Extra information that may have been added on due to the coronavirus pandemic. So let's say the IRS has already accepted an offer in compromise from you, and you're currently making payments on that offer in compromise. Well, you now have the option of suspending those payments until July 15th. So, if you have an existing offer and compromise that has already been accepted by the IRS and you are currently making payments on that offer and compromise, you can suspend the payments until July 15th. Now, there again, interest will still accrue, but you do not have to make the payment. One last thing I want to share with you today about the offering compromise, those of you that may have thought about applying for an offer in the past, this may be a perfect time for you to get that fresh start that you were looking for. If your income has changed or if your expenses have changed, then you may want to consider applying for an offering compromise settling with the IRS to pay less than you owe on your tax debt. Another part of the people first initiative is, remember I told you probably two or three weeks ago, the IRS was going to start knocking on people's doors. Well, that ain't happening right now. So the IRS has stopped or will not visit offices or homes at this point Um, IRS is going to either have phone audits or some sort of video meeting so phone meetings and video but in-person meetings out of the question right now okay And that's for everyone's safety. I wouldn't want someone coming to my door. As a matter of fact, the only people that can get in my house right now is me and my husband. That's it. So thankfully, the IRS is not going to be knocking on doors right now. Now, the IRS will not start any new cases. Okay, they will not start any new. Field audits. They won't start any new office uh, and correspondence examinations during this time period. But if you have a recent letter, and the letters are still coming, I have um, a lot of letters. We received letters as, yeah, we received letters today. So um, for clients that have IRS issues. So if you receive any letters, still respond to those letters. And even if you need to request additional time to respond, then request that time. Let the IRS know, hey IRS, I have your letter. I just need a little bit more time to respond. And more than likely, you will get that July 15 deadline. So during this time frame of the People First Initiative, there will be no new automatic liens and levies. Okay. Which is great. So you all know that a lien is typically when the IRS puts your county on notice and say, Hey, this house, this car, whatever of value, whatever property that this taxpayer has, We're putting a claim on that property. We're putting you on notice if this taxpayer tries to sell this property or make any type of transaction. We have first dibs on the proceeds. Okay. so no lien activity, no levy activity. What is a levy? A levy is an action. They just take it. Okay. a bank levy. You have money in the bank. They take it. Wages. You get a paycheck, they take it. Okay. So no new liens and no new levies between April 1st and July 15th. So also in this initiative, the revenue officers of whom I call the IRS police, the revenue officers will be suspending. their lien and levy initiatives, okay? So their existing lien and levy initiatives, the cases that are on their desk right now, they will suspend collection, okay? So they cannot confiscate anything. They can't seize your personal home. They can't garnish your wages. They can't take any money out of your bank account. So this time frame between April 1st and July 15th, all of that collection activity will cease. So in a nutshell, every collection initiative is going to be suspended up until July 15th. And what does that really mean for you? It's time for you to get right. Because here's the catch. After the 15th, barring everything is kind of getting back to normal, they're going to be really aggressive. Remind you, there are a lot of stimulus packages being put in place. Somebody has to pay for that, right? And if you have a back tax issue, and if the IRS has given you a grace period to get right and you don't get right. That's when the aggression will start again. So here's another catch. There is such a thing within the IRS called the statute of limitations. Now, there's a statute of limitations for a few things, but what's most important to someone that owes back taxes is the collection statute of limitations, okay? The statute of limitation determines how long the IRS can go after you for a particular debt. Now, that period is typically a 10-year period, but there are some things that can extend that period, and you just have to really... Um, be aware of those those, um, extensions. But nonetheless, the IRS is still going to be aggressive when it comes to the statute of limitations because with all the niceties that the IRS listed about what they will do for taxpayers that need the help, the IRS clearly stated that The IRS will continue to take steps where necessary to protect all applicable statutes of limitations. So that means if you have a debt and if 2020, if tax year 2020 is the last year that the IRS can collect that debt from you before that debt just goes bye bye, guess what? The IRS will aggressively pursue you. Doesn't matter about all those niceties I just told you about. It doesn't matter about people first at that point. It is IRS first. Okay. Guys, now is the perfect time. I told you last week, I'm telling you again, I'm dead serious about this. Now is the perfect time to get right if you owe back taxes. All of these initiatives, these are wonderful. And being the economic, given the economic climate that we're in, as unfortunate as it may be, take the opportunity, use this economic disruption as your opportunity to get right with the IRS. If you have questions about any of the topics that we discussed today, it would be my pleasure to jump on a phone call with you or answer a quick email. I can be reached at 803-739-9449. That's 803-739-9449. Again, I'm Deltrice Hart Anderson, keeping the IRS out of the pocketbooks, wallets, and bank accounts of taxpayers. Until next time, bye y'all.